0: Hey there, welcome back to the Wild Wellness Podcast. This is episode number 36. So grateful you're here. I'm your host, Jenny Holbert, and this is the first episode in a new podcast season. I switched to this seasonal approach with podcasts last year, and I talked about it in episode 30, but I love it for several reasons, and one of them is because each season sort of has a common theme. So the next few episodes in January will be around the theme of winter. We're all familiar with what winter looks like in nature. I mean, it depends on where you live, but for most of us in the Northern Hemisphere, there's a contrast with summer and it means colder, snowier, darker, or shorter days. But in this episode, I actually want to talk about winter as an inner season for women. So first, as you probably know, a woman's average menstrual cycle is about 28 days. And throughout those 28 days, we actually have ebbs and flows, and they're kind of like the four inner seasons. Interestingly, they parallel the seasons of nature. So for example, menstruation is our inner winter season. Pre-ovulation is referred to as our inner spring. Ovulation is like inner summer And that premenstrual time is inner fall. So winter, as I said, is an inner season aligned with menstruation. And it also relates closely to the characteristics of the new moon. So that time in our cycle and in nature is all about a call to retreat, a natural slowdown, a stepping away from the hustle. As women, we often feel an intense need to stop or at least move more slowly during this time. I mean, the truth is all humans need downtime, and we can look at menstruation as our built-in monthly reminder to actually claim it. This is about making space for yourself, literally making space in your calendar, creating a time of reprieve and maybe a sanctuary to indulge in the things that bring you joy which could be reading a book in the sunshine, taking a bath with essential oils, lying in a hammock, even if these things sound like luxurious things that you just haven't taken the time for as much as you'd like, just giving yourself 20 minutes during your inner winter is an acknowledgement that this is the time to give in and receive. If you're one of those women, though, who notices menstruation is a difficult time with dark feelings like anger, pain, depression, or just that feeling like I don't feel like myself, I feel like I'm going crazy, I wanna offer you some insights on this because I have been there. And it's really interesting because for years, I've been trying to figure out why I sometimes have so much pain in the first day of my cycle. It wasn't consistent every month, so that has made it difficult for me to associate it with certain patterns or certain things that I'm doing, and I have also tried everything from getting my hormones tested, to acupuncture, to essential oils, to herbs, to massage, to seed cycling, to sound therapy. I can honestly say that I've tried so many things, and every one of those things have helped me, and they're all an important part of how I take care of myself. But the interesting thing is I would still experience pain at times, despite everything I was doing. So last year I read a really powerful book called Wild Power, and what I learned through that book has helped me on an entirely different level. On a deeper level, inner winter and menstruation are about slowing down and restoring, right? So what I started to notice is that I was quite resistant to that invitation. For all the reasons that many women would be resistant to it, I think. The pressure to keep going, the passion that we have for our work, a preference towards feeling energized, our society's message that we're weak or unsuccessful if we slow down, rest, or stop, even if it's just for a period of time, and the linear patterns that we see sort of exemplified to us in goal setting, training plans, corporate positions, and business. Yet it was interesting because I started to notice the resistance and how I experienced more pain during those times when I was pushing through or resistant to slowing down. And on the flip side, as I've practiced slowing down during my inner winter, there's a lot more ease, like a lot more ease. Before I knew how to cycle with my body and what to do for more ease with this time of the month, I would be buckled over in pain. And to be quite honest, I'm still doing what I can to have a healthy cycle and body. If I experience pain in the future, I'm definitely going to look into all the possibilities as to why that is. But what I do know right now is learning that the whole point of this time of the month is to slow down and allow myself to rest. That has changed everything. That has truly been a gift. And despite the painful moments I've gone through to get that message, Well, I guess that was just how the universe needed to give me the message. So if you've experienced a high level of pain during menstruation too, you're probably wondering how could this time possibly be a gift? And I totally get that. It can be very challenging to experience it as a gift when you're in so much pain or have other experiences around it. But what's interesting, I think, is that as I have finally followed the guidance to do less and sometimes nothing, when I just stopped and became present to the pain, it's made it more bearable. And even more so, I also get insights about what I need to do for myself. So it is a really powerful introspective time where you can tap into that intuition if you're open to it. So my goal in this episode and the other things that I offer you is to give you a new perspective on your period, to see menstruation as an invitation to slow down And if you're willing to go along with that ebb in the cycle for a bit, I wonder what might happen for you. I can honestly say I am so grateful I learned about the inner seasons and how to stay more balanced with the outer seasons as well, because I feel like I know how to work with my body better instead of against it. So what I want to share with you now are some practical ways that I have brought more ease to this time of menstruation or the inner winter that we have as women. So keep in mind, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't seek the advice of healthcare professionals if you're having painful, irregular periods or you're concerned about any other aspect of your cycle. I'm also not sharing this to say here's this is exactly what you need to do. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what you need to do. We are all different. Just listen to these ideas. Take what inspires you and leave the rest. Sound good? Okay, awesome. So the first thing that I wanted to offer you that I have been doing to bring more ease to this phase of my cycle is I wrap up any important messages, communication, or projects as best I can. I actually never knew how my productivity changed with my cycle until I started becoming aware of the cyclical changes taking place. And you know what? It's actually made me more efficient overall because I know when I'm at my best and peak to create, launch, do a hard workout or a long run, or simply to rest. And as I've started to pay more attention to my ebbs and flows during the month, I've noticed that right before I start menstruation, I get this nudge to wrap things up. I get that final download I need on a project. I set things aside that I know need my attention after this time, but not now. I know if it's not coming to me easily that it might not be the best time to push through something creatively, although this does tend to be a highly creative time for me personally from what I've noticed so far. So you'll have to tune into what it's like for you. But the other thing that I will say that has helped me is that I also take a look at my inboxes and clear out messages that I need to answer so I don't have those conversations looming over me and thinking and feeling like I need to get back to someone, which just adds more stress and makes it more difficult for me to focus my energy inward which kind of brings me to number two. The second thing that I have been doing for myself is logging out of social media accounts because I have noticed that right before menstruation, I'm really prone to hear from my inner critic or inner mean girl, which can be helpful in showing me what's unresolved and needs awareness, but I'm also vulnerable to comparison, especially if my energy is lower And I'm taking it easy with running and stepping away from certain work obligations. It's like seeing everyone else up and at it during what could be their inner summer just gets to me, and I sink into comparison real easily, feeling like I should be doing that too. So to accept where I am, it's just good for me to log out, sign off, And honestly, it's so good to occasionally get a reprieve from the noise and distractions anyway. So even if you're not triggered by comparison and what everyone else is doing, it's a welcome invitation to turn your time inward instead of looking outward. So who knows? Maybe try it and see how it feels for you. The third thing I will offer you is that I have been making sure I have food prepared. This is really practical because nobody likes the responsibility of making sure that you or your family, for example, is fed when you're in the winter of your cycle. It's not something that you want to have to do. So plan ahead and make sure you have some food prepared so you don't have to cook right before or the first day or two of bleeding. I like to make sure that I have warm foods available because cold foods tend to slow down our digestion. And for me, it seems to bring more stagnation to my flow. It just doesn't even sound appealing to eat colder things. And honestly, how simple is it to make soup ahead of time in the freezer or do a crock pot meal? And if you do have family or children, you can definitely ask for more support during this time. Plan, prep, and ask for help. The fourth thing that has been bringing more ease to my menstrual cycle is the use of essential oils. Big surprise, right? You know this is one of my most powerful health tools and a huge part of what I teach, and I will share a few that I really love for this time of menstruation. Turmeric essential oil internally seems to be really great for me. It has properties known to help with inflammation, so I use a couple drops of doTERRA turmeric internally in a capsule, starting a couple days before my bleed, and then every four to six hours as needed once I start bleeding. I also use the following oils topically based on what I feel my body needs. I really tune into this and choose the one that feels right for me at the time. So it could be rose, jasmine geranium, clary sage, cypress, magnolia, and I also use fennel. They're all hormone balancing oils, calming to the nervous system, and cypress is particularly good for circulation. The thing is, my flow tends to be light and slow to start, so I think this oil helps ease the flow and get things moving along. Also, taking a bath with these essential oils and some Epsom salts helps a lot when you have lower back discomforts or cramps. So I highly recommend doing that. The fifth thing I wanna offer you that I've been doing that has helped so much in bringing more ease to this time of my cycle is I track my cycle so that I can clear my schedule right before and even the first few days, especially if there's anything that could involve being out and about with other people. So since I've started tracking my cycle, and looked into the clues that it gives me throughout the months, I can pretty much know within a day when I'm going to start bleeding. So I can also have a plan as often as possible to let go of my work agenda the first day of my period. I do what feels good for me. This was a huge shift for me because I used to try to hustle and push through anyway and do what I could, but I've just tried to let go of that obligation and the guilt and just given myself that rest. Now, I realize we all have different schedules and that me being an entrepreneur and working for myself, setting my own schedule might give me more of that flexibility. And if you're thinking, I can't do that, I work a nine to five job or I can't take the time off, maybe ask yourself, how can I create some kind of space or rest for myself? Even if it's just for 30 minutes, could you go for a walk or take a bath? Could you sit with a blanket and read when you get home from work or at the end of the day? What could you do to make yourself more comfortable or cozy at work? Just the little things often do a lot. Ask for help where you need to, and this time of the month, I promise, can be navigated with more ease. So again, tracking your cycle helps you to get clear on your schedule and also communicate openly with the people In your life so that they can be on board with supporting you in this time too. So there you have it. Five of the things I've been practicing to bring more ease to my cycle. And if you want to dive into this more and continue the conversation about connecting your inner seasons with nature seasons and just how to move through your monthly cycle with more ease, you have to check out Wild Souls coming soon. It's my new monthly wellness circle for women. And this monthly wellness circle is where I'll offer you the tools and teachings for you to use nature as a guide in life, wellness, and workouts. It's for women who want to reach their goals without sacrificing their health. It's for women who want to learn to flow with the body's natural rhythms and cycles and end the pattern of overdoing, overtraining, and overwhelm. So if this resonates with you at all and you want to go deeper because you think this kind of approach aligns for you, I'd love for you to check out Wild Souls when it's here. And when this online wellness circle does open up, there's going to be a limited number of spots. So if you want to be the first to know when it launches, go to JennyHolbert.com forward slash wild to get on the list. And that link for Wild Souls will be in the show notes. So before you go, which of the five ways that I shared to bring more ease to your menstrual cycle do you think you'll try first? Whatever you decide, I just want to remind you to take it one step at a time, and I really hope this serves you so well. By the way, next week on the podcast in this winter series, we'll be talking about winter and workouts. You do not want to miss this episode if you're someone who's ever asked, should I run less in the winter, or if you're just someone who tends to feel less motivated during this time of year. I can't wait to share it with you, and until then, go live your one wild life.